Welcome to the Perfectly Integrated Podcast, hosted by Matt Ackerman, where we show the power of teamwork in wealth management. Now, on to the show. Business owners and entrepreneurs are some of the most fascinating people in the world to me. They're builders, they're dreamers, they're problem solvers, they're employers, but above all else, they're hard workers. But for so many of these hardworking dreamers, they've spent a lifetime working so hard in their business that they haven't spent enough time working on their business. This leaves them with some real dilemmas when it comes to growth, value, and a multitude of problems when it comes time to sell. Fortunately, I've got the fixers on the show today. Welcome back to Perfectly Integrated. I'm Matt Ackerman, and today I'm joined by the dynamic duo, Rich Austin and Homer Smith, Integrated's Business Owner Solutions team. I'm thrilled to have these two on because they are problem solvers, and they've helped so many businesses grow and help so many business owners get the most from their businesses. And today, you're here to provide some incredible insights. Gentlemen, welcome. Glad to be here. Thanks, Matt. So, Rich, I want to start with you. What inspires you? to want to help business owners? That's a great question. When I, when I sit down with a business owner, oftentimes, you know, you want to hear their story. And so just understanding like where they started. So it's their success story. Each one is very different. So sitting down, you know, with a business owner, some of them are generational businesses. Some of them had an idea, an opportunity, but it all ended, ended up you know, through the process with hard work. And, you know, when they're talking about their success story, they're also talking about, you know, what's important to them besides the business is their employees and it's their families and the planning and the work that we do for business owners, you know, is, is, you know, just really impactful to their lives and their businesses. I, I can, you know, I couldn't say it better than one of our clients who I'll quote him, you know, is he said, the plan needs to work for everyone. Because basically the money comes from the business, you know, it supports the employees, it supports the family. And, uh, you know, so I love hearing their stories. Homer, how about you? How long have you been working with business owners? I started focusing on, on working primarily with business owners about 10 years ago. And that really came out of recognizing that the best clients that I was being referred to by other professionals were private business owners. But the wealth management world didn't have great solutions outside of if we were helping them manage their 401k or maybe doing some um, insurance to protect their business in, a, in a, a tragic event that might require the, the funding of their buy-sell agreement. And I really, really wanted to go much deeper and to Rich's point, really look at the bigger picture for them. Their lives were so much more complex when you involve employees and their, their personal financial situation with running this business. And so I, I really wanted to seek out how can we bring more value to business owners through the wealth management process. So really, it's been about a 10-year journey of, of really trying to figure out the best way to support our private business owner clients. So Rich, is there a connective thread? Is there a similar trait from your years of working with business owners that, that you find amongst all of these type of, these type of folks? Yeah, I'd say, honestly, most business owners that you know, I've worked with, and, and Homer probably you know, you know, agree with me is they're driven to succeed, but more, even more importantly than that, you know, they have to be focused, not only driven to succeed, but they have to be focused on achieving their goals. So one of the things that, you know, one of the things that, you know, we'll work with them on, you know, is, 
you know, looking at where they are right now with their business and in their, in their goals for their business and where they want to get to you in the future. One of the important things that you said in the beginning, Matt, when you opened up the, the introduction to this podcast, you know, was many business owners have been successful growing their businesses, you know, and, you know, working in their businesses, but not on their businesses. Our focus is to put them on a path to, to achieve their goals and working on their business. So, and that's, you know, putting together a growth plan and putting together an exit plan for their business. So Homer, you know, you think of, of these great business owners, these great entrepreneurs, tell me a story. What's one of your favorite business owner clients you remember working with that inspired you to kind of keep working with these type of folks? Yeah, there's been so many over the years, uh, you know, so many stories of, of helping business owners grow, get to their ultimate exit and, and be with their family. But I can think of, you know, one in particular, you know, that we started working with, it was about eight or nine years ago. And, and they've really gone through the entire journey where when we first met them, they didn't really understand what their value was. They didn't understand if it was going to be enough to achieve their financial goals. Yeah, the, the business owner thought the business you know, was so dependent on him. And, and through our journey, the business owner took a, a year sabbatical. In that time, the business grew faster than it ever had before. We were able to create a liquidity event where they could take some money out of the business, solve all of their personal financial goals. I was heavily involved in the family meeting to help the entire family, the next generations of, of the family decide, what do we want to do long-term with this money? How do we want to help not only the family, but how do we want to help the world at large? And, and now we're into more longer-term estate planning and, and bigger picture planning for the employees. And, and so it's really this entire journey from the foundation for, for profits and cash flow through growing the business to a successful exit. And now thinking as well around, you know, really the long-term of the family wealth as well. So it's, it's been a really exciting journey to, for that one business owner, but it's, that's just one example of what we're doing across the board with all the clients that we work with. It's so interesting. There's so many moving parts when it comes to being a business owner because you got to match, like you said, Homer, those, the personal finance, the business issues, it's just so many different hats that you guys wear to help these business owners. You know, Rich, what do you see as the biggest challenge that business owners face? Yeah, so many, so many challenges to narrow it down to one is hard, but coming through COVID, you know, we had business owners that were really impacted by the economics of what COVID did to their businesses. Some were ready to go to market, you know, to sell their businesses and the impact of COVID really devastated their businesses. Some of them are coming back now. Each business and industry was affected very differently. And when I look at the pending, you know, tax law changes and even just the, the, attracting and re retaining key employees, you know, is very difficult for a lot of our business owner clients. But I'd have to say the biggest challenge, the biggest challenge I think that Homer and I have when we're working with a business owner client, and I'll tie into your last comment there, Homer, Homer, with a business owner client that you worked with, you know, was, is getting them to stop and focus on that growth to exit plan, putting a strategy in place for that largest asset that they've built on their balance sheet. So, you know, getting back to and putting it into perspective, you know, growing your business is one thing and, you know, and, and, you know, and working in it, but working on it is about being strategic, you know, understanding the market, you know, understanding your business and knowing when you're ready to exit. When all three of those things, you know, are in sync, then, you know, you've got a plan together and you can go to market successfully. So I'd say focusing on that, on that strategic plan. Homer, what do you think? What's, what's one of the biggest challenges you see? 
Yeah, I'll, I'll kind of piggyback off of what Rich went to and, and now kind of heading to exit. So many private business owners, especially those that I work with, which are founder owned and run businesses, most of them are baby boomers. And they're, they're not thinking about that ultimate exit and, and getting more onto their personal goals. Uh, the problem is, on average, any given year, only about 20 to 25% of businesses actually complete a transaction that actually want to, that go to market. And of those, only about 12% of those, when surveyed afterwards, are highly satisfied with the exit. So when you combine those two numbers, it's something only like 2 or 3% of business owners that start that process any given year end up highly satisfied. And it really comes down to a lack of, of good pre-sale planning on the corporate side and on the personal side. So, you know, if they are thinking about getting to that ultimate exit and, and achieving all of these really critical personal financial goals and living their life of significance, not doing that critical step of that pre-sale planning is going to cost them severely uh, in that process. It's so interesting to me because it's it's about planning, but it's also about having somebody in their corner, like you guys to prepare them for every step of the way, because they've never sold, probably never sold a business before. They, they don't know what to expect. And, you know, probably that dissatisfaction, Homer has a lot to do with just not, you know, not knowing what they don't know. Right. Absolutely. It's such an interesting uh, dilemma here. Anytime you're kind of going through kind of a new course for the first time, it's, it's really difficult. So Rich, how do business owners solve for this? How, what can they do to be better prepared for a mission they've never been on before? Yeah, that's, that's the question, right? <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm going to start with the example of what you, what you don't want to have happen is you get the phone call from your business owner client and they're like, I received the call from, you know, one of my competitors and I'm, I'm thinking about selling and, you know, and honestly, you know, you know, they're, you know, the business owner themselves, the negotiate, what are the problems with that business owner negotiating their own deal? They don't have the strategic team in place, you know, between, you know, the advisory team, you know, and one prospective buyer is not a market. So what could they be doing? You know, it's regardless of whether you're looking to position out of your business a year from now, five years from now, start to work on a strategic plan, you know, talk to an advisory team, you know, with skill sets like Homer and I bring to the table, you know, bringing in the business attorney, the accountant, you know, looking at putting together observations as to what needs to be corrected in the business, whether it's financial, whether it's the key management team, whether it's legals, you know, putting it all together, identifying the risks and addressing them. And when, then when you're, when you're ready to go to market, remember what I said before, when you're ready to go to market, it's about, you know, understanding that the market's ready. And right now the markets, I was just on the phone yesterday with a few different M&A firms with one of our business owner clients. And they're like, the market is really strong. There's a lot of money out there. The multiples are high. Right now the market is ready. Is the business ready? You know, that depends on where the risks and the gaps are with the business. And is the business owner ready tying in that personal planning, you know, with the coordination of the personal and the business planning, I think is what Homer and I do so well as compared to the industry. And, you know, and because when it's all said and done, when a business owner sells their business, they're monetizing their business and they have to understand their own personal financial situation, their family goals. And what does that mean to them? And that's scary, you know, to a business owner who hasn't focused on that before. And what we do is walk them through the process and get them ready for, for that event. 
So Homer, let's hold there for one second because, you know, you and I have talked about this before, you know, Rich, you said it earlier, keeping them focused is difficult, but you know, when you get an overwhelming offer from a competitor, Rich, like you're talking about, or suddenly you've just exhausted by running this business day in and day out. Homer, talk to me about how long this process takes to sell a business. Cause I think once business owners have that number in their head, they can get their mind right a little bit that this isn't something that's overnight or somebody slips across a, a piece of paper across the table to you. It, it's a process. In my experience, at a minimum, we're, we're typically talking about a 12 to a 15 month process once they decide to go down that road. Now, depending on who's buying it and, and the process they might have already done ahead of that, you can definitely shrink that down um, if needed. But in reality, you know, they have to prepare for a pretty long process. You know, there's going to be ups and downs through that process. There's going to be changes uh, to the terms and to the numbers all throughout the, the, the process. But it's, it's, it's definitely something that they're going to have to mentally prepare for. This is going to be a 12 to 15 month journey once they go, go down that road in most cases. And Rich, that journey can be an arduous one. What, you know, because again, not an overnight process, not that offer slipped across the table and sold and handshake. What is maybe a step in that process that the business owner is not ready for, that they should at least open their eyes and be prepared that, you know, this is coming on the horizon. You should be prepared for, for this unknown step. So two things come to mind, if, if I can share both of them. One's early on in the process and one's like you're in the meat of it. So early on in the process, most important thing, in my opinion, those financials for the business need to be in good order. There's no way you can even have a conversation, you know, in understanding the market and the multiples, the financials are a mess. So having, you know, having financials where you can easily kind of see the last couple of years or project out the next couple of years, depending on the industry and the growth is really important because early on those conversations aren't going to be that helpful and it might even dissuade a business owner from even wanting to go to market in so financials. So then when you're in the process, I'd say, you know, from my opinion and my experience, what I've seen is it's like when, when you're selling your house, right? The real estate agent says, you know, why don't you and your wife and the kids go, you know, grab some ice cream or, or go somewhere, right? You're not going to be in the house when somebody, you know, when somebody comes in you know, to see the house because you take it personally. Business, same thing with a business owner. No one wants to hear that their baby's ugly. You know, you, you, you know, don't take it personally. It's a process and it's a negotiation. So that's, those are two pieces of advice. And I'd add on to that, you know, to that, to that point around, you know, is the, is no one wants to hear their baby is ugly, but sometimes it's actually good to know that ahead of time. And so I think one important step pre going to market is to you know run a little mini due diligence process on your own business yourself ahead of time understand where are the the areas within your business that whether it's a private equity group or a strategic buyer where are the areas that they're going to really identify as issues, risks that you're going to have to address and have a good story around? And where are the issues where your business shines that you're going to really be able to uh, focus on and helping them understand the, the benefits of, of buying your business? So I think it's kind of a little bit ahead of time of understanding, you know, and also in, in a little bit of a mindset, are, are we putting some lipstick on this pig? 
or do we have time to really fatten this pig up for market and, and do some things within the business over that 12 to 15 months before we go to market to, to really put this business in the right order, you know, to Rich's point with those financials, or maybe it's something to do with your customer concentration. You know, there's a lot of issues that you might need to address. The sooner you can do that before you go to market, you're going to put your business in a much better shape to, to have a smoother process. Or there's always issues that are going to arise. And, you know, even right now, there's changes that are happening, you know, especially with the new Biden tax plan. How could business owners be impacted by some of these changes coming from the new tax laws? And obviously, we don't know what the final bill is going to be yet. We're starting to just get rumors on, on different components of it. But so far from what we've seen, I think there's three uh, key issues that business owners are going to have to deal with. First is a potential rise in the corporate tax rate. So whether you're a C-Corp or, an, you know, or a flow-through and, and individual rates might also be going up, you know, there's going to be issues just around higher taxes in general. I think a big one around some of the topics we've been discussing today around selling your business, you know, they've talked about the capital gains rate going up significantly for incomes over a million. And so most of the business owners we work with, their business is going to sell for well over a million dollars. And so they're going to be pushed into that bracket where they're talking about potentially an additional 20% almost in taxes on top of the current 20%-ish or so that they would pay today. So a significant increase in, in capital gains tax on that sale. And then finally, another one they've talked about on the estate planning side is potentially a, an elimination of the step up in basis. And so for businesses that don't sell and, you know, there's an unfortunate event with that owner and all of a sudden uh, this basis in a business um, is not stepped up. And now there's capital gains, uh, significant gains owed at the time of death. And there's not necessarily a lot of liquidity in these uh, private businesses. It could create a lot of stress and a lot of challenges for that family at that point. So a lot of planning that may need to be done. And, and, and that process really should start now, even if we don't know exactly what that's going to look like, every business should start to assess what their risks are related to that. Yeah, I, I you know, I totally agree with those points. And just a, a quick example, uh, we just worked with a business owner who's, you know, just sold their business a little bit more than $30 million in, in enterprise value. We were, the pre-sale planning that we were able to do with that business owner saved them millions of dollars in income taxes, plus put a legacy plan in place you know, for future generations for their family. So just to put it in perspective, you know, the value of that pre-sale planning. And we started, they just completed the transaction, you know, recently in the last 30 days, we started working with them about a year and a half ago. Wow. So with that kind of timeline in mind, is there still time? Is now the time for owners to be thinking about selling rich? If, you know, if, with the timeline you need in order to make a sale happen, but with these tax law changes kind of on the horizon. Yeah. So I think that, you know, that's a, that, that's a great, that's a great question. I think that, I mean, it's getting kind of tight to get a transaction probably done this year. You know, if somebody, let's make an assumption, right? Let's make an assumption that next year, the capital gains rates are going to be twice what they are today. So if a business owner is looking to go to market and those capital gains rates are going to be higher next year, then pre-sale planning and mitigating some of those overall taxes is even more important. I can't answer that question fully because for each client, it's going to be very different. But what I can, what I can say is that starting the pre-sale planning is important and looking at where we are, because it all kind of ties together. 
It's what's the value you're going to get for the business, right? And today the market and the multiples and the cash that's available is, you know, is really good. It's a hot market. And, you know, so that's one piece, you know, maybe five to seven years from now, the m market is cyclical, just like other industries and the investment investment markets. So right now, you know, it's a good time for a business owner looking to sell their businesses. Taxes, ultimately what you get and what you keep are two different things. So that pre-sale planning helps you keep more. And there, you know what, there's some strategies that can be used depending on a business owner you know, and their, and their ultimate goals to mitigate and, or to strategize, you know, some of those income taxes. Homer, so many moving parts. What's the best first step to success for a business owner right now? Yeah, I think whether you're looking to sell your business now or not, and if you're worried about the taxes, doing a stress test or an assessment of your business is going to help uncover not only those opportunities on the pre-sale planning, if you are going to market, but we're going to uncover a lot of other risks and issues along the way as well. So whether it's issues around cash flow and tax um, enhancement opportunities, whether it's around uh, transfer issues that we're going to uncover within the business or even in your personal financial situation, we often uncover a lot of asset protection issues. So liabilities that business owners weren't aware that they, they had going on. And then also if there are charitably inclined uh, combining strategies around tax planning, exit planning, and their personal uh, financial goals. There's a lot of uh, great things that can be done for the world at large if they're charitably inclined. And, and so there's lots of planning to be done, but it has to start with an assessment. So that's that first step is really diving deep, looking at your business and also connecting that with your personal financial world and just looking and seeing what are the opportunities and gaps that are sitting there for you. Absolutely. And another great first step is to talk to guys like Homer and Rich. They know this. They can help you through this. Everybody needs some guidance along these kind of journeys, and these guys are fantastic. Now, last question always comes from my nine-year-old son, CJ. I'm fortunate that, you know, no one's ever told me my babies are ugly, which is good for them, I guess. Um, <laughs> so I told CJ how you both work tirelessly with business owners. So he asked, when you were nine years old, what kind of business did you want to own when you grew up? So Rich, I'll ask you that question first. Great question. Tell, tell CJ, I said, thanks for the question. So nine years old, put it in perspective, I'm in third grade, right? So I think I always just wanted to be a lawyer. I, I, don't, I don't know why. And, you know, and, you know, I accomplished my goal. I went to law school. So, you know, I, I did that. I don't, I don't think I really thought through what I wanted to do with my law degree. So coming out of law school and, you know, going into, into finance and now running a business, you know, with, at, at integrated partners, you know, with business owners, I've been able to use my legal background and what I learned, you know, in law school, you, you learn how to think, taking that application and some of the legal principles with, to conversations with our business owner clients has been so helpful. And then combining that, you know, with skill set like other colleagues at Integrated Partners like Homer has been phenomenal. So Homer, how about you? When you were nine, what kind of business did you want to own, buddy? Yeah, CJ, another great question. Uh, mine's probably a little more simple than Rich's. I wasn't that forward thinking. I guess I was such a Seahawks fan, still am. 
that uh, I'm sure my wish as a nine-year-old was to own the Seattle Seahawks. So mine, again, a little more simple, didn't quite go that direction. Uh, ended up here as a business owner in the financial world, but in, in super happy with that. But yeah, I had to be growing up, had to be something sports related and very likely was wanting to own the Seattle Seahawks. Nice. Well, I can just see you owning them. And, you know, <laughs> Dave Craig was probably like their quarterback at that point. Dave Craig, see? Steve Largent, Kurt Warner. Yep. That, that was who see, I grew Look up at with. this. Uh, I feel I, I, I called that one. I had that one written down on a piece of paper when CJ asked the question. So I feel like, because that was probably my dream too. When I was nine, yeah. I wanted to own the Baltimore Orioles. So yeah. we'll see. Maybe someday yeah. I will. Maybe someday I'll be selling them and come back to you guys for some advice. There's still time. There's still time. There's still time. <laughs> Rich, Homer, thanks so much for a great conversation today. Always great to talk to guys like you. And hey, for Perfectly Integrated, I'm Matt Ackerman. Have a great day. Content in this material is for general information only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Integrated Partners, a registered investment advisor and separate entity from LPL Financial. Homer Smith is a private wealth advisor with Convergent Wealth Partners and is a separate entity and not affiliated with LPL Financial.